<clears throat> so hello, hello, friends. It is Kristen Jackson coming to you as the host of this amazing podcast, Kristen Conquers. Tonight, we are talking about, uh, we are going to talk about my takeaways from my reading from today from Think Like a Monk by Jay Shetty. Now, if you don't know about Jay, Jay, um, he like grew up in London and he was like, gonna go be a business person or whatever, went to business school. Okay. But then he started learning about being a monk and he decided he wanted to pursue that. And so he lived as a monk for three years. And then his mentor who, uh, in monk school or whatever you call it (laughs) was like, I think that your calling is to actually take your experiences from monk school, being a monk for three years, and teaching that and sharing that with the world and so that we can help people have a better life. So, so far, I'm really into this book. And today I was reading the very first chapter, which is about identity. And I wanted to share with you guys some of my takeaways and some of my notes from that. So first of all, Um, he gave an example or he gave a quote and basically what the quote says is our identity is wrapped up in what we, what others think of us, but actually it's really more accurate to say our identity is wrapped up in what we think other people think of us. And most of our efforts when it comes to like self-improvement and, excuse me, I need a drink. Most of our efforts when it comes to being a better version of ourselves or self-improvement or um, like success, most of what we see is really just us trying to meet the imagined ideal of others. And I really liked this concept because I think that's really true. Like, I think a lot of us get lost in the, um, like, we have a mentor that has all these cool things, maybe. I don't know. And we want to have those cool things, so we get lost in trying to be like that person. Or like we think that person would want us to be. But is that really what we want on the inside? And so, like unconsciously, we're all kind of almost method acting to some degree. We have all of these personas that we play in our lives. Like we have a persona for online personality, right? We have a persona who is, that is who we are at work. We have a persona that is who we are with our friends. We have a persona that is who we are with our family at home. And these personas, personas that we have created for ourselves, they have their benefits because like they help us get through the day at work when we have to be nice to people that maybe we don't like. They help us, um, you know, engage with people online. Sometimes our online persona is a little bit us amped up because like it's hard to relate energy through the screen, right? Um, So it helps us relate to people that we don't get to see in person and they don't get to feel our energy in person. Um, our persona, like with our family is, is totally different probably than your persona at work. And sometimes we make the mistake of bringing our personas from other areas and taking them home with us. 
and that can create problems and vice versa, you know? <clears throat> so these personas have their benefits, but often our identity, who we are, starts to have like so many layers that we lose sight of the real us, like the real person that we are underneath all those personas. If, and that's, you know, that's a big if, we even knew who we were in the first place before we added all the personas, right? So I think that, you know, rarely, if ever, do we consciously, intentionally uh, create our own values of who we are and who we want to be. We make life choices using this uh, twice-reflected image of who we might be without really thinking it through. And when I say twice reflected, that goes back to the quote about that we are, our identity is wrapped up in what others think of us or what we think others think of us, right? So when we are trying to live our most authentic life, some of our relationships are going to be put in jeopardy. When we recognize that we are, um, living that twice reflected life and we start to try to be more authentic and more ourselves and, and start to dig into what our identity really is and who we really are, some of our relationships might be put in jeopardy and losing them, losing those relationships um, is a risk that we have to be willing to bear. And then it also has to be on us to find a way to keep them in our life because that's a challenge worth taking on too. And, you know, the, the way that we build a meaningful life is to figure out how to filter out all the noise of what the world says we should be, what other people say we should be, um, what we think other people think we should be, and really focus on looking within us. And, um... Jay shared this story, this metaphor story that I really wanted to share with you guys because I thought it was really powerful. It's called, Is It Dust or Is It Me? We are in a storeroom lined with unused books and boxes full of artifacts. Unlike the rest of the ashram, which is always tidy and well swept, this place is dusty and draped in cobwebs. The senior monk leads me up to a mirror and says, what can you see? Through the thick layer of dust, I can't even see my reflection. I say as much and the monk nods. Then he wipes the arm of his robe across the glass. A cloud of dust puffs into my face, stinging my eyes and filling my throat. He says, your identity is a mirror covered with dust. When you first look into the mirror, the truth of who you are and what you value is obscured. Clearing it may not be pleasant, but only when that dust is gone can you see your true reflection. And I just thought, wow, that's super powerful. I think it's super powerful. So when we tune out the opinions, the expectations, and the obligations of the world around us, then we can begin to hear ourselves and figure out who our who we are, what our identity is 
underneath all the dust. And I just thought that was super powerful and I really wanted to share it with you guys. I hope that you got value out of that and I appreciate you taking the time to listen. Y'all are amazing. I love you so, so much.